Our most recent request for a video podcast was to give a brief tutorial on title commitments and what to look for. Allegiance actually has a two-hour course on title commitments and survey, so a two to five minute video podcast will not be adequate. But I can share the basics and suggest what agents, representing buyers and sellers, should be looking for in a title commitment. A title commitment is a snapshot of the condition of title to a parcel of property at a specific moment in time. It does not provide ownership history. The commitment obligates the title company, when the transaction closes, to ensure indefeasible title and not marketable title, subject to the conditions specified in the commitment. And what I mean by indefeasible means title cannot be taken away or voided, not necessarily that it can be sold. The title policy issued is a contract insuring payment to the insured for loss incurred due to covered title risks, as well as associated costs such as attorney's fees, costs and expenses incurred to defend a claim. A title commitment is composed of four what we call schedules. Schedule A, B, C, and D. Schedule A sets forth the names of the current owners, the names of the proposed insured or buyer in the case of a purchase and sale transaction, the legal description of the subject property, and the amount of the insurance, which will be the contract sales price in the case of a purchase and sale. Schedule B reveals any and all restrictions and exceptions to title, such as deed restrictions, HOA restrictions and mandatory assessments, easements, mineral right reservations, future property taxes, encroachments as shown on the survey, marital rights, property taxes for current and future years, etc. Schedule C then reflects any curative matters that must be satisfied before the closing can occur, such as getting payoffs for liens and satisfying any other creditor claims against seller, clearing IRS claims, getting waivers of rights of first refusal, if any, paying HOA assessments and property taxes, etc. Schedule D simply discloses the officers, directors, and major shareholders of the title insurance company and or title insurance agent handling the transaction and issuing the title policy. It also discloses the amounts of the premiums due at closing. When I teach agents what to look for, I suggest both buyer and seller agents review Schedule A of the commitment to make sure who is shown in the record title matches the contract, and if not, call your title company. Make sure the buyer's name is shown correctly and make sure the amount of insurance reflects the actual contract price. Sometimes an amendment gets signed that changes the price and the title company has not received it prior to issuing the commitment. Schedule B is what must be reviewed by your buyer. Items on Schedule B affect buyer's use of the property. The buyer's agent should never take it upon themselves to review Schedule B and report back to the buyer. Only the buyer can ascertain if the exceptions and limitations to his use of the property are acceptable. Schedule C is important to review for both agents only to ascertain if there is some unusual curative matter listed that may take a while to clear. For example, if an IRS lien is shown on Schedule C against the seller and it exceeds the amount the seller will get from closing, it is likely to cause a delay. The IRS takes 60 to 90 days to work through a release of lien process. 
most contracts call for a 30-day close. For such lien and other items, the seller will need to play an active role in the curative work with the title company. A seller's agent must make his client aware and available to assist. Then Schedule D is simply information. It does not impact title or closing process. Finally, in the jackets of the commitments are listed just general exclusions, which are matters that the title policy will not insure. The title policy will not insure that a buyer can use the property as he or she wants. For example, if the buyer wants to run a daycare out of his or her home, a title policy does not insure that it can be used in that way. The title policy also will not insure against a defect to title that could not be discovered by the diligent search of the title in the public records, but is known to the buyer, and the buyer does not disclose it to the title company before closing. In next week's video podcast, I will share how our promulgated contract forms address title exceptions that affect the buyer and what are the buyer's rights to object when one or more exceptions are unacceptable. Thank you for watching our video podcast and supporting Allegiance and our related brands, Aggieland and XL Title, with your business.